Hello, and welcome to Reflections, 5-Minute Encouraging Biblical Stories. Our last episode brought us to Psalm 109. Here, the psalmist requested that God hold not his peace. He then went on to describe that there were wicked people who were after him. Their mouths had become deceitful and had turned against him. They spoke with lying tongues, and there were words of hatred that fought against his cause. This led us to discuss how frustrating this is in our own lives when we have those who are fighting against us with their words and undercutting what we're trying to do. He said then that he had a love for his adversaries and had given himself up unto prayer. I mean, how difficult is that? I certainly know when people are standing against me. I certainly don't go first to prayer and to love of them. So for me, this was a great verse to contemplate how in my life, when I have people coming against me or undercutting my causes, instead of getting angry and upset, I can come in prayer to God and he can forgive them and solve the problem at hand. We then saw that the psalmist was rewarded evil for good and hatred for his love. He then asked that the wicked man be judged and condemned, letting his prayers become sin asking that Satan be at his right hand. I mentioned this in the last episode and in multiple others, that it's shocking to me how in some psalms, the psalmist brings his request so plainly before God and what actions he wants God to take against his enemies. I don't know, at least to me, it seems like God is the one who's in charge of laying down what consequences are rewarded to actions. But I guess this could be a way to vent. So, If we are having certain thoughts about what we would like God to do as actions, maybe we can present those as prayers. Then the psalmist asked that there not be mercy extended unto his enemies. And that sounds so harsh, but as we read further, he asked that their name be blotted out and that his generation not even be remembered. I mean, taking it a step further was definitely an understatement there. But then he said, why? He said it's because this wicked person had not shown mercy himself, had persecuted the poor and needy man, and had even slain the brokenhearted. Truly so sad for those who were in his path and also for his own soul, like the things that he must have gone through to bring him to a place of such hatred for others. So let's jump in now and see what else we can learn from Psalm 109. Psalm 109 verse 7, As he loved cursing, so let it come unto him. As he delighted not in blessing, so let it be far from him. As he clothed himself with cursing, like as with his garment, so let it come into his bowels like water, and like oil into his bones. Let it be unto him as the garment which covereth him, and for a girdle wherewith he is girded continually. Let this be the reward of mine adversaries from the Lord, and of them that speak evil against my soul. But do thou for me, O God the Lord, for thy name's sake, because thy mercy is good, deliver thou me. For I am poor and needy, and my heart is wounded within me. I am gone like the shadow when it declineth. I am tossed up and down as the locust. My knees are weak through fasting, and my flesh faileth with fatness. I became also a reproach unto them. When they looked upon me, they shake their heads. Help me, O Lord my God, O save me according to thy mercy, that they may know that this is thy hand, that thou, O Lord, hast done it. Let them curse, but bless 
thou, when they arise, let them be ashamed, but let thy servant rejoice. Let mine adversaries be clothed with shame, and let them cover themselves with their own confusion, as with a mantle. I will greatly praise the Lord with my mouth. Yea, I will praise him among the multitude, for he shall stand at the right hand of the poor to save him from those that condemn his soul. Well, I don't know about you, but it certainly was interesting here to see that the psalmist opens the verses of this episode with talking about cursing and the wicked person loving to curse and delighting not in blessing. I know it can be so easy in our daily lives to just look at the things that are going wrong and to let those become our focus rather than that of the good. Or in our relationships, it's so easy to become nitpicky and just see the things that are wrong with the other person or to become irritated and annoyed at the things that they've done. But what if there is something else that we should be doing, like the psalmist is contrasting here, blessing those around us? What if Instead, when we get annoyed or something has gone wrong in a relationship or with someone that we love, instead of telling them how annoyed we are or getting upset at them, instead, what if we stop and let them know the things that we do appreciate them for? What if we stop and think about the things that they have done for us that mean so much to us and have built up our relationship? What if instead of going through life, we look at the things that are going wrong or the things that people are doing to hurt us, we can look for the good. And when things truly are going wrong, we can pray to God like the psalmist has done here. The psalmist then goes on to talk about how this wicked man used cursing to cover him like a garment, and it completely was in his bones. I don't know about you, but I certainly don't want that to be true of my life, to have complaining and the things that are going wrong with my life so constantly on my tongue that that's literally how people see me. Then the psalmist went on to say that let the reward of his adversaries be from the Lord and those that speak against him and against his soul. He then asks for God to deliver him because God's mercy is good. Are we, when we're facing those who are against us, asking God to deliver us, not because of the good that we have done in our lives, but because that we know our Father is good and loves us? The psalmist then tells God that he's poor, needy, and that his heart is wounded. Have there been moments in your life where your heart has been wounded? Have you come before the Father and let him know, asking him to heal that wound? The psalmist asks that God let those around him know that it is God who stands beside him, asking that those who have come against him become ashamed and let him rejoice in the power of God and for saving him from his enemies. He then says that he will greatly praise the Lord. He will praise him among all the multitude because God stands at the right hand of the poor to save those who are condemned. Are we in our daily lives rejoicing in the fact that our Father stands beside us and that He is saving us though we were once condemned? Is that a great testimony that we are sharing with those around us? Are we letting the light that is in our soul be shared to our communities? How can we improve and what steps can we be taking today? Join me in the next episode as we go ahead and open Psalm 110.